You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. You're listening to the We Are Libertarians network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to the Boss Hard of Living Podcast. This is episode number 336 of East Centurion's favorite podcast. Jeremiah Morrill, joined by executive video producer, audio engineer, youth coach, uh, and uh, dry guy, Zach Burcham. I'm the boring guy tonight. Uh, the rest of us are as sober as we will be for the rest of the evening. Uh, Jesse Riddle is in the co-host chair. Uh, first appearance for Jesse in 2024. Uh, you got it in on the leap day edition. Yep. You've not missed a ball. This is leap. the only leap year I'll ever you, be here. You are, you are one and oh on leap day episodes. <laughs> Dakota is oh and one. And that's what we have he's, to remember. That's what he's going to, he's going to commit to showing up to uh, every leap day episode that we film <laughs> on a Thursday. Yeah. Uh, this is, they're going to call me leap dog after all this. Sean, uh, Sean Rao is here making, uh, God, this is probably your 10th appearance in like 336 shows. Well, Sean. my first in 2024. Yes. Also. Also. Yes. Yeah. Do you, do you want us to consider you a co-host? Cause I will of, put Dakota to work and make him put you on the website. I think he's been on enough. That on there. You are? Put that on there. Right. We're going to probably been on there as much as I have. A senior uh, legal correspondent. Yes. Mm, yes. Liberty defender. Legal, uh, quasi expert. Uh, fellow Buffalo Wild Wing connoisseur with yeah. us. I love B dubs. I'm just glad we're not talking about abortion or Donald Trump or anything else. No. Oh, just, you said it. Going forward. Now we have to throw the notes out and go there. Now we got to go to Supreme Court. <laughs> no, it's not happening. This is, is going to be a fun one. Uh, as opposed to the other 335 we've done previously. Very somber. Very somber, uh, but important information. Uh, yeah. We talked at BWS. We we're talking about changing the, uh, the, the entire program for the show yeah. moving forward. We're talking about the year. electoral college. And you, you, re- <laughs> you rewrote my program for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, our, uh, our main guest tonight is going to be Mark Lasbury. He's the uh, managing, par- managing partner and editor of Indiana on tap. And, uh, we're going to get to, going to get to know him a little bit. That's, uh, he's going to be a very popular man because there's a gigantic party coming. I brought beer. There's Woo! a gigantic party and he brought the party uh, a couple weeks early. Uh, let's see. Uh, this show's about our lives in rural Indiana. We're here to push your boundaries and make you think as individuals. Sometimes we'll provoke you. Other times we'll make you laugh, but hopefully you'll always learn something new. Uh, our guest from episode 335 is, uh, is watching in the, uh, in the front row. Devin Guppy has come back. He missed it so much. He's, he's hanging out with us. So we'll see if, we'll see if Devin wanders up and participates in the show at some point later on or not. Uh, (laughs) if he does, cool. If not, you know, that's fine too. Right now, I think he's just tick-tocking over in the corner. Uh, Christy Avery, we say thank you so much for your support of the show over the years. Uh, if you folks give $50 or more a month, you end up with a little Thank you at the top of the show. Uh, Christy Avery, Fort Wayne, Indiana, the, uh, the Norwex dealer to the stars, John Phillips, Andy Moore, Buick, GMC, uh, open Fishers and John Phillips for County Council, Anthony Meyer of a different breed trucking, uh, and, uh, our new friend, uh, friends over at, uh, Sports Corner Varsity Outfitters, Blake Reese. Uh, he was, uh, he was the, actually the main guest last week, uh, and they, they joined us and, uh, we're, we're looking forward to a relationship with them. 
I think I'm going to get some custom some custom Boss Hog logos put on some shirts. He can do some embroidery over there, okay. Jesse. I was thinking about getting this uh, get, hoodie like this embroidered with my company logo. Exactly. Well, he can do it. If you've got the uh, the uh, not not the JPEG or the GIF, but the old PNG, PNG? you got the oh. PNG. He can make it look real. Uh, nice. Probably anything that supports transparency. I don't know what that means. Uh, it's fine. You That's don't need to. He does. Yeah. See. <laughs> As long as it has the vectors, Victor, we're good. SVGs probably would work. He could kill any show, Sean. I I swear to God, (laughs) it's his special mind. It's his special talent. He he has a beautiful mind. I say, I, I love it so much that it's just the perfect. I do it on purpose. That's the best part. Instant, just conversation, death. (laughs) And he's he's your uh, co-host, and he's. yeah, first time. I'm tied with Mark. And, and you and you beg him to be on the show all the time. <laughs> I I think it's good for the audience I don't to mean, hear me struggle. We've lost four viewers since I started talking. I wish that there was a way that we could show the conversations where he tries to get Jesse to come on and Jesse firmly and almost and almost always with some level of rudeness no. just starts telling him no <laughs> in just every way possible. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Hey, I show up sometimes. Free beer tonight. All right, let's get here. <laughs> let's get to know Mark Lasbury. Uh, tell us about uh, tell us about uh, the on tap program, I guess, and the uh, the big party that's coming up here uh, just a few blocks away from the studio. Yeah, we uh, we contract with the city uh, Main Street, Newcastle Main Street, to bring in what we call Newcastle on Tap St. Patty's Day. This year, it's on March sixteenth, the day before the real party. And, um, yeah, so we bring in, uh, breweries, wineries, distilleries to do unlimited samples along with, and it's important to us that we bring in a lot of, uh, local small businesses, local artists, artisans, um, and local sponsors to, uh, to make sure that this is a community event. So we've got food trucks. We've got uh, Celtic Motion is coming from Indianapolis to do Irish Step Dance. They're going to do two big performances. Yes, two and four. Um, so they'll, and my wife dances with them. So this is a, her not coming out party, but it's her return to the, uh, to the recital stage. Um, and then we've got a DJ, his a DJ 3 p.m., Andrew Bell, who, mashes up better than anyone we know. So uh, he'll have a bunch of uh, Irish rock punk mashups to, uh, to play at the event. It's awesome. Um, we did um, last year, we did the dirty tweeds, which is an Irish punk band out of Indianapolis. And um, I, happy to say that we pretty much discovered that band and now they're priced out of our range. <laughs> That's spectacular. Yeah. So, uh, so we've got DJ 3 PM this year and, uh, Celtic motion will be doing dances to mostly traditional music, not, not to mashups. So, uh, but yeah, uh, I'd say that this year we've got, um, between 36 and 40 booths. So it's an increase over last year. Um, and, uh, I'd, 26, I would think right now, it may change before we get there. We may add one or two. I just added a, a nice home brewer from way up in Northern Indiana, but I think we're at 26 alcohol vendors now. So, so if, if folks want to, and we're going to get all the business out of the way before things might potentially get sloppy on the back end. And then we'll probably just tell the same story three or four times along as we go. Um, if folks want tickets, Newcastle on tap.com. 
All right. So they go to NewcastleOnTap.com. There's a price break now before you get there. Right. Um, day of tickets uh, are... I think they're $50. Yeah, they're substantially more. You want to get your tickets early. Um, I'm thinking we've already missed early bird pricing uh, for future events. Uh, yeah, if you buy them a, a more than a month before the event, uh, you you do get a price break on that. And then there's a DD part we, ticket as we well. We sell DDs on the day of the event. Yep. Uh, so don't worry about the fact that you can't buy a DD ticket online. You can buy them at the gate. And they're $20. Yeah. And you can still come in, enjoy the music, enjoy the food trucks and the whole party. Well, and we have uh, the press is going to be there doing coffee samples and selling coffee. And you can uh, DDs can do the coffee. We have a tea company called Rare Brew. That's coming in that does hopped teas, uh, and they'll be doing sampling. So those DDs can have those as well. Um, so yeah, there's more to do if you're a DD than just watch the, listen to the music and watch the band and buy some food. And Where, the where's hopped tea from? Um, Rare Brew is out of Indianapolis. Okay. Yeah. Never even heard of it. The, the people watching, uh, especially after hour two or three, right, is top at top shelf. Yes. I was one it's of the people last year. It, it increases logarithmic. <laughs> Yeah. Uh there's a lot more dancing that happens in the in the third and fourth hours. Mm-hmm. And uh uh people I, don't worry so much about civility. There was uh there was a food truck last year. I don't know what food trucks you have coming, but there was a, a Cajun food truck. They're coming that, back that I hit multiple times yeah. over a four hour period. Yeah, the fried alligator. Yeah. It's called the Big Easy. Yep. Um it's out of uh sort of the Anderson Muncie area. Um, and yeah, we, I try to have them at as many of our events as we can, cause it's just, it's something you can't get very often. Uh, along with them this year, we've got Celtic pretzel that does, uh, some amazing, uh, soft pretzels and soft pretzel sandwiches. And, uh, and it'd be great. You know, it's really set for the Irish kind of holiday. All Same. right. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's get started on. Uh, I don't know what journey you want to take us down, but you've got. So you have brought four different beers uh, that are all representative of folks that are going to be. I don't know if these particular beers will be there, but all of these breweries are scheduled and meant to be right at the Newcastle on Tap. Right. So um, the first one, I I did bring a couple of beers. I brought a cider and uh, uh, a ready to drink cocktail because it's indicative of the fact that uh, we've got a lot more that goes on than just beer. Uh, in fact, the spirits, I brought a ready-to-drink cocktail, but the spirits at our festivals have just exploded in the last couple of years. Uh, you know, there'll be there'll be 12 different bourbons oh, at, that's awesome. at this festival. And that's, so as my drinking uh, has evolved over time, I've moved much more to the spirit side myself yeah. with the rums and rums and bourbons. You'd think uh, you were 25. Well, that's, yeah, that's, that's what's happening it's, with the younger generation. I, I think a lot of the market yeah. has gone has gone that way, right? Uh, yeah, spirits are definitely uh, out selling beer right now. <clears throat> so this first one is is uh, from Ash and Elm Cider Company out of Indianapolis. Um, early or late last year, they were named in the USA Today top ten, the number two cidery in the country. Um, they have amazing food at their at their cidery but uh they do tons of different kinds of ciders i'm I'm a big fan of their uh, cider of the month uh where they get a little crazy on what they may shove into a into a cider this is one of their more classic examples this is the dry 
Um, and I thought it'd be good to start with because it's a little lighter and it doesn't have a lot of sugar left over. Dry just means that most of the sugar has been fermented out of it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's one of their staples. Oh, it's a, the, smells the nose is awesome. Yeah. Zach, if you want to, if you want to taste or smell anything, we can, I can, I can, like I can alcohol. I would yeah. love, I would love your opinion on each of these. No, no, I'm, this I'm, does not smell like alcohol. I'm living no. life over here drinking a seven up zero. <laughs> like this is even like, that's a little too much for you, huh? Yeah. Now that's a little sneaky. I mean, you, you, you what is the alcohol by volume that's on six this? Six and a half percent. Six, yeah. So a, a beer is five, roughly five generally. <laughs> well, that, a, a, um, <laughs> Budweiser's five. Yeah, yeah, a, a yeah. mega beer. A, a yeah. standard, a standard mainline yeah. generic. You know, forty uh, a forty eight pack of Bush lattes for the uh, four or five of the beers I had yeah. last Saturday were fourteen percent or higher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll say, but you know, I'd rather Budweiser's five, but a, a Bush latte is four point two. Yeah, that's fantastic because it's refreshing at the beginning, and then you get that dry back in where yeah. it kind of. Yeah, it doesn't it's, stick to your tongue. No, it doesn't, not it's at not all. cloyingly sweet, but you know it's sweet. Yes. So yeah. you get a all that sweetness in the front. Yeah. And it it, it will take us into the other things that are gonna stay on your tongue a little bit longer. Oh, that's that's delightful. That's yeah, it's a, there's yeah. not a bad thing yeah. to say about it. They do it's uh, not fruity. It's it's very much just a generic an apple cider or a generic cider. Right. But it's not it's not overly powered. Not generic, but yes. Not generic, but it, it, <laughs> uh, it plain like it, it's not yeah it's not it's overly, a straight cider yeah but there it's you bright you can read a newspaper through it it, it yeah. uh um it's everything that it ought to be they are extremely well-made products um, so how much distribution do these folks have are they indiana only are they oh no, are no, they, no, they, no they're no. all over the world well no uh i'd say they're probably in, and i'm guessing now uh in the range of 15 states um but they uh, they have good distribution, so they cover the state pretty hard. Um, there's not many places that you'll go that you can't find Ash and Elm in the state. Yet, unfortunately, not an, an, for to to my mind, not enough people know about them. Uh, downtown, they're um, on East Washington. Uh, got a great uh, rooftop lounge. Uh, where they hold some events and uh, they have a really nice autumn tidings uh, festival that they hold each year. Yeah. Autumn tidings is one of their most popular ciders, but it's a very, very seasonal. It's, you can only get it for a little bit in September. I, I've seen them on a lot more uh, lists as far as beers and then alternatives to beers. So yeah. this is, and they're, all the higher end places I've been, yeah, they have. They, it's more of a, uh, you know, a higher end potential, um, you know, beverage, but um, it's so approachable and it's so fresh and and clean and everything else. It's just, it's yeah, and it's great fantastic. that you can still get an Indiana product. Yes, um, they're one of the few. Uh, McClure's Orchard they do a fair amount of canning, mm -hmm. so you'll find some nice places that have uh, McClure's ciders on but other than that mm -hmm. if you want an indiana made cider um this is yeah, it yeah this is this is <laughs> this is the good stuff i mean if some you of want the, it in a can someplace some of the sure. more nationally available ciders ha are sweeter they're much sweeter than this and this oh, is yeah. this doesn't kick you in the teeth with sugar like some of those not do. not a lot of people do dries yeah uh because 
most often what people are looking for is that cloying sweetness. Sugar bomb. Yeah. (laughs) Blake's out of Michigan. Uh, They do a lot of – and they do some interesting stuff. Uh, But Ace Ciders, I I would much prefer drinking an Ash and Elm than I would an Ace. Yeah. Although Blake's – you have to give them their due. They they do make some really nice. I say they definitely have good ciders. Yeah, for sure. McClure's has really good ciders too. Mm-hmm. Like, but they have the same thing. They they have a um, they have some sweet ones, but they also have some really fun ones. Like uh, especially if you go to their tap room, which I think I don't know if they still have it up at the orchard or not. But yes, they do. It's like they they have the jalapeno, um, and then they uh, they do a um, atomic bomb, like atomic red hot cider that's yeah. really really good. They um, they Jesse, were selling a lot at their. The same people owned a brewery, owned a brewery <clears throat> in Peru, but uh, they're closing that one, so it'll go back to being mostly at the okay the one on Thursday. Yeah, I, I knew. I was like, I didn't know if they had the tap room still at the orchard or not. So there was an era where Jesse was going to start a cidery. Do you yeah. still have an apple press? Are you ready to uh, no, go? I never owned the apple press. I have. I still in my mom's garage have a unopened uh, apple crusher from Italy. <laughs> Ready to go. Ready to you go. Are, you are new. halfway to your own production. Uh, it yeah. just got brought up not that long ago. But yeah, well, your then, mother saying, get this the hell out of my garage, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though it's like three, you know, maybe nine cubic feet, she's very pissed off all the time. Um, and then my partner unfortunately passed away, but not like romantic partner, but your business partner, business partner, uh, who had the same aspirations has passed away recently. So, um, that's probably never going to happen, but it was, there was a that was right before the cider craze took off, and then it kind of fizzled out. But what? we did, but we did get the cider act out of it. It's coming back. I was yeah, gonna say, Jesse, what's going to build? I was, what's I your next does. craze that you are that you, you you're gonna make happen? Because you were all over cider, you were all over surge pricing for uh, fast food. What's what's the next craze? I don't know if it's a craze. If I had like unlimited income, I would open up a tenderloin spot like you have burger restaurants. Indiana pork tenderloins. Yeah, just but like they're they're dif- different styles. All right, all right. But um, I don't know if there's a craze. But <laughs> the uh, I was gonna say um, yeah, this one's really good. Like some of the Ashen Elms, like they they do tend to I don't want to say tend. They do also cater to people who do want a little bit more sweetness. This one's definitely a little bit more dry. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Fleeting Youth. Yep. Um, that's really a, like that they're one. fruited. They're fruited ciders yeah. are, uh, uh, aren't straight apples. And so, I th- yeah. Do they have one drier than this? Because I feel like they did. Yeah, but they don't make it all the time. And I think that's the one I really, yeah. really like because yeah. I really love a dry cider. Like it's yeah. one of my favorite things in mass production ciders. I really, really like, um, which people can hate me for this, but, uh, or just standard original sin is like a yeah. really, especially if it's carbonated well. Is a really good cider. It was. It, so Black Acre used to have Original Sin uh, on tap. And it was, you could hardly ever get it where it was like Sean, I would cut it that way. But hmm. it was really good. If you and I share a can of whatever's next, you can keep the other can and take it home. That sounds good to me. All right. Yeah. Well, sure. I, yeah, I was going to say, we probably should have opened all I, these. I'm like sitting here doing the math going, this is this is going to be horrific. Yeah. Yeah. You don't <laughs> tomorrow want to do is, this. Tomorrow is, tomorrow is a Friday and I have work. I'm not drinking them all either. <laughs> no, 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 never. There, I, I just, <laughs> I'm trying to save some of the waste. In my, in my youth, uh, you know, not finishing a beer was a, was a sin. Do you remember? No. Original, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the uh, the name of the dryer one by chance? Mm, have yeah, to look me it up. 
So I went to a breakfast when, so those who have been to Ash and Elm a long time ago, uh, when he's talking about, they have like this, uh, you know, uh, what did you call it? Like a balcony or whatever. Yeah. That's in their new place. They moved. Yeah. They moved. I just want a year and a half ago. Yeah. So the people who've been there a long time ago and haven't been there lately, they have moved a little bit further East, I believe. Right. Yeah. Closer to downtown. Oh, so it's further. Okay. So it's further West. They're almost at I-70 now near the old Angie's list campus. It looks like. Um, Okay. I don't know if you guys knew where Indiana uh, city brewing. Was. Yeah. 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 Uh, you can hit it with a rock from where the, okay. Indiana so they're kind of across the street from yeah. there then. Okay. So Futuro and stuff is like right next to them. Okay. Yeah. So, and fantastic kitchen. Well, yeah. well, Mark is finding the, uh, the next yeah. round of drinks here. I will say that, uh, ink and ale is going to be there as well, which is a, a, this time a year ago, we were getting ready to have the blue river tap house. They were, they had been announced, but hadn't been open yet. Yeah. Uh, and they, they brought some, some product there. And can I say something about that? Because like, that was my first time meeting those people and it was fantastic to meet them, talk to them and, and just kind of get to know them a little bit before. And now they're just killing it downtown. True. I mean, they just really are family. Fantastic people. Yeah. Mike, yeah. Uh, Mike is a chambray. So, uh, he and his dad and his brother started craft roads distributing. Um, their sister, Mike's sister, Amanda, is the owner of Sun King Kokomo. Pull that yeah. mic in just so, a little closer yeah. to you. Yeah, I, I learned that when I got we. They have the small batch uh, over there in their uh, in their tap house. They mm-hmm. have the small batch Sun King Kokomo. Yeah, stuff. And I like that was crazy because it's they must be crazy small. Actually, and, it's a five. It's a five barrel. But they're system, they're but supported yeah. by the Sun yeah. King system, so they can yeah stay in business and they don't have to worry about. Like things that you would as a small brewery, because they uh, yeah, got the backing of the mothership. About half the taps will be uh, Sun King uh, Indianapolis beer, mm-hmm. and half the taps will be Sun King uh, Kokomo beer. Yeah, um, they also do the same thing at uh, Sun King Fishers. They have a small batch. Jake Goodnight is the brewer there, and um, I pretty much always suggest drinking the small batch beer. Yes. Yeah. Unfortunately, JD Alvarado. Uh, who was at Sun King Kokomo isn't there now. So uh, uh, I don't know the name of the person. I just learned today that they've got a new head brewer and uh, I'll be happy to go up and drink a whole mess of his beers and see what's up. See what's up. Yeah. So the next one you brought is, uh, is a, is very local to us. It's wooden bear over in Greenfield. Yeah. Uh, Just, just a little bit further East on Washington street than the, uh, than the last spot was. Uh, on uh, on US forty about fifteen miles, yeah, <laughs> yeah. twenty miles. Um, and this yeah. is the Cougar Town uh, Brown? Brown. Yeah, it's an American Brown Ale. Uh, maybe a bit hoppier than what you'd think for like an English Brown, especially like a Nut Brown. Uh, but uh, uh, they have been around for quite a while. Now. I think they're coming up on their ninth year. Uh, Bunch and they went, right. they went through a couple of brewers early. Nick, Nick Banks was great. He's still, he's killing stuff now for, uh, Quaffon. Um, then they went through a couple and then they found Jared Hamilton. And I'm, I'm a big fan of Jared Hamilton beers. Um, they don't do anything wild. It's not like they're never met something they didn't want to throw in a beer. And there are those breweries out there, um, but they they make solid beer that has enough uh, style differences 
that you can always walk in and find something. Um, my, our daughter now lives in Greenfield. So we're probably at wooden bear once every two or three weeks. And there's always at least one beer that I haven't had. So they got a big tap list. I go there about twice a week. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm there. I'm there a lot. I was there last night. So, <laughs> but yeah, wooden bear is a, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a place. It's probably one of the first breweries that Jesse took me to, uh, was, was hanging out down there and it's been, it's been exciting seeing them change and evolve over the years. Yeah. Uh, and watching how they've adapted with the, uh, with, uh, different food delivery options, how, how the beer list has changed over the years. How the, uh, the model that they have now with the Greeks pizza in there, mm-hmm. it's cool. uh, is a, uh, is a very popular model as of, uh, about, well, as of COVID, um, mm-hmm. uh, the phrase is I opened a brewery because I didn't want to open a restaurant. Um, and there are few brewers who really want to mess with the hassle of, of making food or yeah. even ordering food or so, uh, but they, they, they have a space large enough where they can find a, an independent restaurant to sit in oh, there yeah. and compliment each other. Food partners, food partners are the way to go now. Uh, yeah. they, uh, they offer you a freedom, uh, and, uh, and an option that didn't use, it never happened, uh, you know, pre COVID. So yeah, they, they do, uh, food in there. We were there last third Wednesday or Thursday when they were having, uh, uh, music bingo night. And By Wednesday, I think yeah, you can't, you could not find a seat in that place. That's what I was telling them at dinner. I was yeah. like, it's crazy how that thing's huge. Like yeah, it's massive, a big place and they fill place. it to the gills yeah. yeah, throughout the week. Like Tuesdays are kind of, I wouldn't say they're slow by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. That is the, one of the slower days they have. So, um, so this is, this is definitely a, a hop, you know, we haven't had another beer, but it's, it's a little more on the hoppier side than, yeah. than a normal Pilsner would it's be. It's going to have a bit more bite, but it's, it's a dark full beer. Uh, yeah. and that's generally, I'm more, more of a porter and a stout guy generally is what yeah. I'm going to. Um, but this, you know, this is your brown ale, but, but it's still, still clean. Hoppiness. It doesn't, it doesn't sit down on your tongue. Yep. It's got doesn't, somebody. doesn't cause a, a wild head shake. Yeah. It's got some body, but it, it's not a it's, knife and fork beer. You don't have to, you know. All of their beers give you better are beer always face. just that nice, clean yeah. version of whatever it is. Because I'm a big West Coast IPA guy. I'm not I'm not a big like hazy guy. So for me, like when I go to a to a to Wooden Bear, Hoppy Bear. Like their IPAs are are tend to be more on the West Coast side. They do make hazies, but yeah, yeah. But dancing bears right now is dancing bears is still really good. We, yeah. we talked about that. We <laughs> yeah. did talk about that. We dinner. talked about dancing bears too. Yeah. And, By the way, uh, we did not uh, just just for the audience to know, we did not like plan on. Hey, we're going to have this giant dinner ahead of time. <laughs> Jesse hit me up this afternoon and he's like, "You want to get dinner?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." Yeah. And then uh, here comes Sean walking yeah. in the door. I'm like, well, you may as well sit down here, buddy. I got a haircut, a car wash. I was like, what else am I going to do here? I'll, I'll just do the Midwest American just, treat. Just, just, knock, have just, a little treat. just knock out dinner real quick. Okay. No, I I love that location there. I love their their combination with Greek's pizza. Yeah. I mean, we go, we travel from Newcastle over there on purposely to like see them once every two weeks or so. Yeah. And I, I can get carry out cans. I can get carry out growlers. I yeah. can... I can do all that, and it is just exactly the type of beer that I like as a West Coast IPA, clean, 
like IPA, like traditional IPA. And the the people are solid. Uh, Danielle, I yes. Danielle's great. Danielle, Nina's Nina, great. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Jay, Jay, yeah. Uh, they have a Dan, lot of cool artwork too for sale. Interesting enough, Mark, uh, co-host Mark is co-host Mark's uh, Mark's artwork in there. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have a uh, someone who's coming in to sell string art at Newcastle on Tap, who I met through. Wooden Bear. Through Wooden Bear. Yeah. Yeah. Did string do, art by a They do the college stuff too. They do all kinds of I, that. I bought yeah. an Indiana thing that was super cool. Yeah. No, it was so it had like been the a, one that was on the wall by the script Indiana. Yeah. 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 I actually cool. uh, commissioned a, a, a string art piece of our logo, the Indiana Tap logo from her. So it looks, That's looks awesome. great. So, yeah. so for those that, that weren't paying attention earlier, all of these breweries are going to be bringing their product in to Newcastle on tap and it's unlimited pours. Unlimited so, samples. Until, until yeah. they run, nobody's filling any kegs, but they're going to have samples yeah. of everything. So it's not like you, you don't have to be shy. No. When you come in, you, you try this stuff. Yeah. And there's no reason to not try something. Yeah. I mean, this is a beer, not a life choice. Yep. So if you don't like it, pour it out, move on. You're, you cost yourself nothing. So, uh, yeah, you should be trying things that you haven't had before and don't think you would like. It's like going to the RV or boat show. Go in and sample and look around and try it. You know, yeah. nobody's asking you to buy anything. You've already paid. Yeah. And they're, they're there for the promotion and to, and to meet with you. Uh, some of the, not as many of the breweries, but, uh, certainly the wineries and distilleries will be selling package product as well as well as merchandise. So bring your cash. You're going to get that t-shirt from the one brewery that you love the most. Uh, you can take home a four pack of the ready to drink cocktails from high and mighty or one of the other places. Mm-hmm. Um, I almost always end up taking a bottle of bourbon home. Um, we're not having moon drops is there this year. Ooh, uh, the moon drops, uh, five-year bourbon is, is an amazing product. Yeah. Um, they were I, there last year, right? They were. Yeah. But last year I bought the, the four fingers, uh, peated bourbon. And they were nice. Yeah. That was very nice. Very warming. Yeah. On a cold day. Yeah. They're, <laughs> uh, they're opening up their Lebanon, uh, production, uh, distillery and, uh, restaurant tasting room, mm. uh, very soon. Well, tomorrow night so yeah they're they're messing around with that so they couldn't make it back again this year and where are they based out of they're the original is in indianapolis okay um but the the new place big place is Mm -hmm. in uh lebanon right on courthouse square yeah so yeah that was fantastic yeah it was it was one of the i'm not a big spirit i'm a beer guy i'm not a big spirits guy but that was one that really stood out last year and that's the great thing about the festival. Mm-hmm. I was going to say you don't think you're a spirits guy, but you can yes. still find something because you, you find something that stands out yeah. and is quality. And I was going to say, if you're an IPA guy, it makes sense that you might be a peat guy. So yep, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yep. Because I I I have drank many like strong peats, uh-huh. peat monster, all that ridiculous stuff. And I'm like, I still I've never acquired the taste for it. I it's not that I don't like it. I'm just like, how do people drink a lot of it? Mm-hmm. Um, but I, IPAs grew on me. I've tried to get Pete again. My friend Rob that passed away, he was always trying to get me to try Pete stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, we'd sit and watch uh, whatever Last of Us and drink Pete. <laughs> I whatever, and it was so. How many events? This uh, obviously this uh, is the St. Patrick's event, really, really yeah. marquee, and it's it's tailored towards that. Yeah. But how many of these on tap events are on the calendar throughout Indiana throughout the year? 
Um, well, we actually have two models. We have the, the events that we organize and manage ourselves. And then we have a group of events that we consult with that uh, are owned by – well, we don't own any of our events, but are uh, owned and have a point person. And then we do their ticketing. We do their invites, their vendor invites, their vendor communications. We show them how to lay out the festival. We show them our preferred uh, you know, vendors for infrastructure things. Uh, so I'd say we have uh, usually – somewhere in the range of uh, nine to 11 events of our own each year. And then uh, between 10 and 16, 18 uh, events that we consult on. Uh, the good thing about that is that we're not required that, to be there the day of the event. So it frees up our schedule a little bit. I was, gonna, I was, I was looking at the – calendar just going you may not have a whole lot of free weekends to do anything no if you've got these uh if you've got these consistently throughout the year yeah we did uh two weekends ago was frigid digits uh winter beer fest at center point in indianapolis uh we did uh we sold uh 1200 tickets and then with vendors and volunteers and staff and freebies and we had over 1500 people there in center points parking lot wow it's not a very big park yeah <laughs> and then uh yeah. well it kept everybody warm absolutely yeah yeah frigid digits no more yeah last weekend was uh michigan city shelf ice brew fest another outdoor brew fest and uh just, just nice to be up on the lake in february yeah tw uh 20 2500 people all yeah. told there yeah. at shelf ice. Um, yeah, we, for that one, I do the invites and the vendor communications, but then we also run the front gate for them on the day of. So, uh, yeah, what, they will do whatever they ask us to do. So what is, uh, and this is my own selfish question. What is Indiana on taps? Like mission. We support Indiana craft beer, wine and spirits. If you are a craft beverage producer in Indiana, we want you to thrive. So uh, we do that by one or organizing these festivals. Now it's true that um, we're doing this for the city. Uh, we're doing this for the beer drinker, but we also, this is a great way for increased brand recognition. It's good for everybody involved. It's great for everybody. More people that know of these places, the more We'll visit these places. It, this has become, I know this being the third year, I missed the first one. I had a conflict, but last year was a spectacular time. This is the third annual for Newcastle yeah. and it's become a, a a great, we are just, we are so close to springtime. You can taste it. And yeah. this is, this is becoming the, Hey, spring is here. Whether it's 24 degrees outside or 71 yeah. degrees outside, we're going to pretend it's springtime and we're going to, we're going to be Hoosiers and enjoy ourselves outside. People care about the weather for about the first 30 minutes. And then after that, they're lubed up enough that they've got, you know, they're, Does they're matter. happy about, yeah. So it's a, for our, I can tell you for our downtown and as a, I guess, I guess as a business owner that's downtown, uh, it's a big deal. So we have the Christmas walk, which is uh, in early December and this. And it's kind of the uh, the the two main anchor events that we yeah. have in the in the winter time and into the spring, uh, and then until you get into Memorial Day and the uh, the gigantic Jack's Marshall Donut Eating Contest. Yeah, these are these are the big events for downtown. <laughs> There's cars, big show, car show, right? Yeah, most yeah. Uh, most of the events that that well, all but one of the events that we organize and manage are actually owned by municipalities. So uh, we do this in Lebanon, 
in Columbus will be our first year this year in Columbus. That one should be very big. Rushville, you guys do Rushville, the libations on the levee down there? Libations by the levee, Anderson on tap, Tippin on tap. Um, so yeah, there's several of them that we do that way. And, um, I tell you, the majority of them, um, the city wants a to show off their city. B, give their residents something uh, that they want. But C, recruiting a brewery, winery, distillery to the city. Um, and like a tap room would be fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we, we did the first year, we did this, and then Blue River came in. Yep. Uh, did the second year, and now we've got uh, Ink and Ale Brew House. In Rushville, we did the first year, and then Fish Moon. Uh, we got Fish Moon. Uh, Tipton, we did the first year and we got Clues Brews. Uh, all of these are, are just magnets to show a uh, craft producer that the city is ready for it. Yep. So, so what do we have? Uh, what do we have next, Mark? Yeah. So this, we're going to go back a little bit lighter again. Now, this is sweet. This is from High and Mighty. Uh, it's a distillery out of Indianapolis. They're actually located on the state fairgrounds. So just be aware, this is 7%. Yeah. Because <laughs> he said it was a mixed cocktail, so I'm like, how strong is this? Yeah. So they do um, they do things, uh, they do a couple of really nice gins, and they will bring those gins on uh, uh, to the event. In case you want it to feel like Christmas time in March. Yeah. I am a big gin fan, so. Yes, they've got a floral gin. I've never heard of this. Gin. They're in Indy? Where in Indy? State Fairgrounds. They're right in the state fairgrounds. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're going to open up their tasting room probably in the next year. Zach, I need you to come by and smell this yeah. and, and tell me what it smells like. It's going to smell like alcohol. <laughs> I want you to come by and smell it for That's me. That's the fun thing. When you don't drink, everything smells like alcohol. It's like cigarettes smell like cigarettes when you yeah. smoke. <laughs> so they do uh, They do you know what you do four ready-to-drink cocktails. This is the apple cider yeah. version. Yeah. They do, because they're at the state fairgrounds, they do a- uh, Is there more left in that can? Lemon shake up. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't have he's, any set. Yeah, he's so. getting, he's getting the cinnamon note. I, I just wanted to make sure. Cause every time we, Zach is never, he's, he's a, he, he's, he does not, he, he's dry Zach. He's 42 years old and he's still, he's still happily Ooh, hanging on. Cinnamon smells good. 41. Well, you look 42 uh, as Guffy would say. As if it's so, sweet with cinnamon, that makes sense. Sorry. I know I'm talking over you, but it's okay. We're also not you. I'm talking over Jerry. Uh, the show. Uh, what the hell am it's I? Okay you talking over him too. Yeah. But well, we're talking about the beers. All right. So, so people can hear it, you know, this. Oh my God. This really smells really good. The, that is like drinking a, a, a pure cinnamon stick. Yeah. That's dangerous. <laughs> so they do. Um, That's so tasty. Being, being on the state fairgrounds, they do a lemon shake up. Mm-hmm. You like having the lemonade at the state fair. Yeah. That is their bestseller. This happens to be my personal favorite. Mm, this is really trouble. They do a cherry one, and then they do a. Uh, so this, is this cherry? It's made with brandy. And it's just it's apple. Yeah. the apple and cinnamon. Made with well, it's made with brandy. Okay, yeah. yeah. Holy cow, that's good. Uh, I I really do hope they bring this because this is going to be quite popular. I, yes. saying, I would uh, do this on ice. Buy it. Sure, yeah, buy it. One in, and we are this already. <laughs> Buy your, uh, it wasn't me. Buy your four pack early because they will sell out of this. Carrie, yeah, 
carry on without me, Zach. Yeah. What about the cherry and the, we have the lemon shake? Somewhere I can the, get you some uh, they they usually bring all three, mm-hmm. and they also do a. Uh, I believe it's a. It's an old fashioned. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Yeah, so okay. they have all of those in cans. Okay, and because they don't have a tasting room yet, sure. everything's yeah. going to be packaged. Uh, so yeah, but uh, you can get these guys at pretty much most of the total wines now. Um, they're they're producing a lot of product. Okay. That's awesome. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. They have uh, Jamie and Dan Farner. It's ju- it's just a husband and wife team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do quite a few events because this is their one mechanism mm-hmm. for uh, uh, connecting with the, the public. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if you come to an Indiana on tap event, it's likely that High and Mighty will be there. Excellent. Hmm. Yeah. The um, this is it kind of reminds me, and it definitely reminds me now because you said they do they do a um old fashioned. Um, did you ever go to Black Acres Barrels of Mana? Oh yeah. Do you do you remember when uh, Abita was there and they had an old fashioned bourbon bear beer? That thing was so delicious. Yeah, but <laughs> sneaky and yeah, and wow, yeah. I don't remember much of that evening, yeah. but that they had this amazing old fashioned beer and I still have never made it. They don't ship it up here. No, no so no, no, it's, no. I don't know how to get a hold of it. I need to find somebody who lives down South, but um, yeah, the thing was so good. Yeah. No barrels on Bona. Uh, that went away. 20, the, 2019, 28. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was way too early. Yeah. <laughs> but people would also just get, obliterated yeah. so because you have like you know 10 percent, 12 percent alcohol yeah. beers and uh all you can drink so those those guys at uh at black acre they were a year ahead of me in law school so mm. i was aware of who they were but i wasn't we weren't friends or anything but so you just, got the name it was just wild oh yeah black acre is yeah. like the yeah it's like the 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 template a term or whatever yeah. of a piece of property. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a it placeholder. Yeah, it's just a placeholder date yeah. for a piece of property. And I've got a, I've got a, uh, but it, it's a like database a cool, of, it's a of, fantastic name for a brewery. Yeah. I've got a database yeah. of all the stories behind all the brewery names. Okay. Some of them, that's are, amazing. Some of them are plain as hell. And some of them are <laughs> just very nuanced. So yeah. my tragedy here is that I yeah. knocked over the uh, the the beautiful cinnamon cocktail, cinnamon apple cocktail. Well, we have we'll get another one. Cans, yeah. So I just want to defend myself and say that it's not my fault. I had so I, we got these little tiny uh, sample glasses uh, so that we could share. These are from Lisa, and right? They are. Yes, I because I remember yes. having these. So uh, the uh, mine went. We we uh, we use them and then I set them down and it's I put it down in the other side of the microphone where it was out of my field of vision, and then I went to move one of the seventy two uh-huh. bottles and glasses that uh-huh. are on the table uh-huh. and knocked it over. Yeah, so. Every, you you know who tries to explain why they spilt something? It John is, person. It is not my fault. Secondly, nowhere in that did you hear loss of gross motor function. Yeah. Yeah. Secondly. <laughs> I didn't have anything to drink with dinner. I've had about six ounces of alcohol so far to start the evening. <laughs> Neither did me or Sean. Yeah, well, Bl- you can't say that about anybody at this table. Oh, wait. Uh, <clears throat> you can. Yeah, I was there. I'm a witness. Oh, Not so, to all of it. 
No. We were doing shots afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I cashed out early. We did 13 shots. We did Jägermeister. <laughs> just... In the six minutes after you left, we did, me and you, Sean did 16 you a, shots. You had a $3,200 bar, dollar bar we tab were, in seven we minutes. Were reasonable. <laughs> All right. I have, I have cleaned up my tragic mess that I caused. Well, we can try to. We can try to give you another mess. Perfect. Yeah, Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. We, we actually have a fairly bigger beer now. This is Pax Verum out of uh, Lapel, Indiana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, this oh, was very, a, very local to us. Yeah. And Just this around is, the corner. Uh, this is a brewery that they they serve a decent amount at uh, Blue River. And so when I get beer for, Ooh, for Blue River to drink, to pour at the event, they ask for Pax. So uh, this is a... Uh, uh, a Czech dark lager. Uh, basically, it's going to be crisp and clean, but it's going to look like a porter or a stout. Yeah. That's um, awesome. It's going to have a slight bit of roast to it, but roast is not what the beer is about. Uh, it's going to be dark enough that you have a hard time seeing through it, but if you could, it would be just clear as day yeah i mean you could i can see the light through it that's crazy yeah yeah it's a super dark lager yeah this is uh this is a colt carpenter beer colt uh does most of the brewing now for packs well he does pretty much all the brewing now for packs and they're expanding rapidly uh i'm think they're gonna they're gonna run out of room to put more fermenters in that place and they have food now too yeah kingdo yeah, uh, yeah, right next door. What's, yeah. what's their food situation? It's Kingdo from so Kingdo used to come it was in Bloomington. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingdo opened up a spot, uh, kind of you know near east near downtown mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. what they call it, near east side, near east side. Um, and then they end up closing the Bloomington location, but they are partnered with uh, Lapel or sorry, Lapel partnered with Pax, and they've yeah. got an entire facility. So, like, have you been up to? Uh, I've Pax? not been to Pax since that happened. Okay, yeah. So you know Pax where like their little before. patio was, oh, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Right there next to the alley, mm-hmm. they built a brand new building. It's a small building, but okay. it, they do uh, the the pizza out of it. Okay, cool. So they do a uh, uh, Pax. <clears throat> Pax does their own festival. Mm-hmm. Um, we do ticketing and a little bit of consulting on that one. It's called Way Out Beer Festival. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the one where that's because Lapel's kind of way out there. <laughs> Literally, but it's a double entendre because that's the brew that's the festival where you're supposed to bring your weirdest beer yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think wooden bear won that one actually I'm, I'm, yes they won for a single beer for the brewery it's almost always tarnished hollow oh yeah i that wins that i'm being told that uh one of uh, by text message that one of my friends uh who's watching got married at pax Verum. Mm-hmm. uh so it's also a wedding venue wow it's also a wedding you have venue. an online uh you know ministry that's true <laughs> that's true i uh if I you're can, trying to get married in a hurry please call if you, jeremiah if you have an emergency wedding give me a call emergency i did one, i did one this afternoon don't call uh, 911 <laughs> was, it, was it legal was the shotgun loaded, loaded? uh it's <laughs> i don't I feel like nobody was holding a shotgun no? at me so i feel like it was fine can you oh that's from 2021 so you won't see the you wouldn't see the uh the pizza place it literally just came in like last year because uh, hannah and i went Either the end of 2022 or the beginning of 2023. So, so you've got a list of what all of these names mean. What does Pax Virum mean? How? What is their naming? Peace uh, and truth. Peace and truth. Yeah. Pax Virum. Oh, so do we need to well, know Latin, Latin for this? Latin. Latin. Yeah, so Latin. a lawyer should know. 
I, listen, I didn't go to law school. No, I did. I was an ordained minister. I accidentally knew that. I accidentally went to law school. <laughs> I also, I purposely went to law school. Sean, accidentally Sean wanted successful. to go for drinking, and they said, oh, you get to stay in college longer I, if you become a lawyer. Stayed, I stayed in uh, philosophy if it was for drinking. That's so. funny. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty cool spot. Man. It gets, awesome. um, so that building, so you see they're building it in here. So they were building it in 2021, but that it's 20, a real, 2022, the Google street view. Yeah. Show that to Sean. So he can see that you want to trust me to pick this laptop. You up don't need to pick it up. Just and turn it. it and rotate it. Yeah. With the amount of that building over there. Tell me when you don't drink a lot. This you know? is a, yeah. this is a podcast. Okay. Yeah. At least you didn't spill the beer I was gonna, on I don't the spill laptop because that's happened beer. before. Too. There was yeah. an episode where I poured an entire drink on drinker. the laptop. Yeah. So one of the, one of the owners of Pax Verum, Jason Watson, uh, has a company that does landscaping. So that uh, their beer garden there, that's all. It is Jason so Watson nice. Stuff. It is very nice. Yeah. Is the indoors is so nice too. Like yeah. the first time I ever went in there, I was like, this is like one of the fanciest like. Yeah. indoor tap rooms i've ever been in well so you never made the black acre but it phil you make it the old black acre right yeah oh yeah. yeah it felt like the old black acre. pre-fire yeah. pre-fire yeah it felt oh, like nice fire. leather furniture yeah. like the that. one at the tap house yeah, yeah. nice wood floors and yeah well they so black acres with cement but oh, same, some of the similar vibes, like, out. Similar i'm gonna vibes. be jesse for a minute what it's concrete you moron yes it's, thank you it's concrete maybe Not, three i don't get offended you're right. I am a moron. I don't know. What did I say? You said cement. Well, that would be stupid. Cement would be an ingredient to make concrete. Oh, I appreciate it's that. It's not. It's you're standing they put on rebar in there. You're standing on bread, not flour, sir. <laughs> that's uh, that's what they make a swimming pool out of in Beverly Hills. The cement pond. Right. Yeah. The um, all right. Back to your story. I'm done. I'm done harassing you. Do you you realize that um, after uh, Black Acre closed, Scarlet Lane took over? Yeah, yeah, yeah did a really nice job with the inside of that oh yeah it's closed yeah yeah it's already gone yeah i know um i don't think any of that is you know nick and elise's fault i think there's there's some there's just stuff going on there's stuff going on yeah uh but yeah it's, yeah but it's they, unfortunate they closed i think they've still got beach grove it's still there yeah Beach Grove is still there. It's just Beach Grove and and the mothership. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I talked to Nick and I was like, hey, man, this sucks. And, yeah. uh, But yeah, he's high hopes and they're doubling down on what they've got. So, I am generally not a pre made cocktail guy. This stuff from High and Mighty is, I'm, I know I only got a sip before because there was now. because there was a tragedy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this is quite good. If, if, I think it would be really good on a cold day. So, if it's cold out, uh heat that up put it in a little little cup well see i was i wouldn't heat it up i'd put it on ice but oh i i think that it's i think it's to me it, there's like a touch of sweetness that i want to cut and that would i see the ice would yeah. help dilute it just a hair yeah i think the cinnamon but i think it's, it's very very yeah. good it's yeah. there's a place called perry vine out of south bend that come to a lot of our festivals they they're actually having their one-year anniversary this weekend so they or in March, so they won't be at Newcastle. But last weekend at uh, Shelf Ice Brewfest, they did a hot chocolate mead. Yeah. Ooh, that. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Where yeah. was this at? <laughs> that was in Michigan City. Okay. Yeah. Is it like available to buy? Or was it just for the event? No, just at the event. That sucks. But they sell <laughs> they sell a decent amount of of uh, bottles now. So yeah, it would be nice if they. 
package that. And it was a big enough hit. Yeah, I bet. I mean, you got, you got 2,200, 2,300 people. How the hell you would do that? Jesse, who made the breakfast magpie meme? New day. New, New day. day. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was good. That was the most spectacular thing I've ever. Yeah. yeah. Then you could do Imperial breakfast magpie. I've got one bottle of breakfast magpie left. Yeah. I, yeah. I is they're gone, right? Yeah. They, as an, as they are no well, longer in existence. No. Yeah. They got, they were up. in Fountain Square, they Indiana. They sold yeah. out. They were, but they, they got sold, sold to out. Fountain Square. Fountain Square ended up shutting it down. Yeah. They, uh, uh, and that's another story. New day. Yeah. Uh, the owners of that quit drinking, I think. Yeah, and moved to Korea for yeah. a while. And, <laughs> they did yeah, 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 and they just turned into like weird. Like, I don't want to say weird, but they turned into health nuts. Yeah, so some sort of, yeah. so her name was her last name was uh, Agnew, and his last name was Canada. So New yeah. Day, New Day. So, mm-hmm. see, I did not know that was the reason for that. There's a that's cool story behind all of these. Tell d- d- for folks bears. that. What what is wooden bears? What is wooden bears? I know it's in my database, but I don't think I I don't well, think I, think I can that, remember that. I think that the the football team are the bears, the Bearcats or whatever. Yeah. So I would, and they're a little stiff. Yeah, I would suspect. <laughs> I would they suspect, also have all those wood bears well, they, all throughout yeah. their place. Well, I think they do a, that's awesome. a chicken egg problem. Yeah. yeah, they do a carving. They do a lot every year. carving at their those. anniversary party. Yeah, and there's so, always more every time I go in there. Yeah. So my yeah. kids don't always get into that. Where where my question was starting to go before the peanut gallery interrupted. It's our show, not yours. I thought it was the third mic. The <laughs> it's our show. It's our show, not yours. Yes, I know. There's a mutiny, I was, there's a mutiny I was, Jeremiah. I was trying to go back. To, I was trying to go back mic, to the one mic elitism here. To, to the one Old dry to the one it. dry sheet of notes that I have left before I ruin these and I forget to ask the question. Uh, Mark, you talked about how your one of the goals of on tap is <laughs> one of the goals. They're whispering behind know, me. It's yeah. not distracting at all. It is to support microbreweries, no, uh, versus the main line, the you know the 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 inbevs of the world. Tell uh, obviously they all have their own story. There, a lot of them are family businesses, mm-hmm. but they're also they may not be around. Somebody like New Day may not be around five years from now. So well, I think you, her won't be around. Yeah, Jesus, Jesse. I'm just saying. It's, it's I'm trying to add to it. I'm just trying to add to it. There's a lot of things up close. Tow yard's gone. There's a. There's been a. Yeah. They. But you. You. You need to appreciate them while they're here because things yeah. change and the industry changes and it's. There's always something new coming and then there's things that you love that may not be there. Yeah. Last year. Uh, last year in the state we had uh 13 openings, and uh 13 closings. Yeah. So uh this year. Uh, so far already, we've had, uh, three or four closings, um, one opening, two openings, but, uh, we have a lot on the horizon. Um, unfortunately right now I've got more brewery brewers openings than I've got brewers. So, uh, putting brewers into breweries has become, it used to be that you'd have, you know, 10 brewers looking for work and four breweries that were looking for brewers. Uh, now it's the opposite. So, uh, it's a matter of, I mean, brewing is a, is a business that you get burned out on. Yeah. A lot of work. Early hours. Long hours. Yeah. And early, like you have yeah. to be up early to start your day. Why do the, why does the mash know what time it is, Jesse? Well, it's usually because they have un, their HVAC systems, because you they typically not all of them have air conditioning, so in the summer they'll get up early. Why it's not hot? Because most of them have glycol chilled like 
fermentation tanks and stuff. Like Black Acre, they didn't have air conditioning in their brewing facilities. Yeah. So they would get up at like four or five, start brewing at like five or six because they don't have to worry about the the, the, the temperature of the day. day. Yeah, yeah, the heat of the day. And then the tanks are all chilled through glycol. So I have a second theory on that. Yeah. There's enough of these guys who are ex military. Yeah. That they're used to getting <laughs> getting up early. Early. Yeah. I don't Chuck, think that was the black acre. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. They're lawyers. They don't they, yeah. <laughs> lawyers don't yeah. hey. Lawyers yeah. don't want to get up early. The guys at Aftermath in uh in Terrible Hoot, they uh uh they're all Boy, our Air one National listener in Terre Haute is gonna be pissed. Oh, I said it out loud. <laughs> I just said, I've said it for decades. Okay, so oh, you're fine. Everyone guy. knows it smells like dead cat or something. Yeah, there, it doesn't matter. No, they they closed the they closed the uh, the paper up. company. So. I just remember <laughs> someone said it stank, and then, yeah. I can't remember why. No, it's it's just my father-in-law. He'll get over yeah. it. That's fine. <laughs> but uh, there, the guys at Aftermath were all Air National Guard. Oh yeah. So yeah, there's there's a uh, a lot of these guys who were uh, in the army. Uh, I know one Navy. Crasian Brewing up in uh, Brookston. Tom was in the Navy. But yeah, there's there's a bunch of them around. And you're right. They do it because they want to avoid the hot, hot hottest part of the day. Chuck Newt at Creatures of Habit. They'll be here this weekend all, or at the event in, in March. Uh, stunningly good beer. If yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm making Bring the ESB. I want him to bring the extra special. Yes, that was, that was an, yeah. The ESB for wooden beer was really good too. I'm not trying to yeah. take the clout for, or yeah. take the limelight from them, but ESB, that was Rob, my friend that, Rob White. That's, that's, that's his favorite the sign of, of taste. It's like, if, if there's a good ESB, uh, yeah. well, it's, it's, it's un, unlike anything else. Like I, right. own, I own yeah. brewed for a little bit. It's and, one of those beers that you can't hide. Behind. Yes. And yeah, I, so. I made an ESB my first time. Everybody was like, that's my, my yeah. favorite beer. We try not to talk jargon on here or acronyms. So what does an ESB stand for? ESB extra special bitters. Yeah. Um, but strangely enough, they're not bitter. Um, they're delicious. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, so in England, uh, depending on how much malt you put in the beer, th- that, sort of determines how much sugar you have, therefore how much alcohol you're going to have. But malt is a uh, costly ingredient. So the higher the amount of malt, the more you charge. So there's bitters, there's uh, regular bitters, there's special bitters, there's extra special bitters. So the none of them are big beers. But uh, you will get uh, more malt flavor, more a little more alcohol out of an ESB. It's your, it's your bigger pubby yeah. type of beers yeah. where you feel like you're you're in England and you're you're drinking like a a, a beer at the pub. But th- that is one of those things where if you can make a good ESB, yeah, that is yeah. that is it's like making a, a nice pills. It's like just threading that needle. Yeah, yeah. And as a dumbass home brewer as I was. I could make it. I had it for my friends and I had friends that were like, this is fantastic. And I was like, I don't know. This yeah. is my first try at it. So <laughs> I followed the so instructions. Really I good. did what I should. Yes. Okay. Yeah, Cause I was going to say the only really other one good. I know, like, again, my friend Rob is a huge beer fan and he would travel all the way to the Broad Ripple Brew Pub for the ESB there. Yes. Also yes. very good. Yeah. Yes. So, and then I, and then he had me, I've, I've had it there and I've had an ESB at Wooden Bear. So it'd be nice to try another one. So yeah, yeah Broad Ripple Brew Pub for all those like classic styles like that. Especially ESPs. if you're going to get it off of a beer engine. Yes. You know, yeah. you're yeah. going to do a hand pump. Yes. Beer, so, yeah. so, so tell us now you, you, we will have at, at Newcastle on tap, we will have from home brewers all the way to what scale? Um, well, 
actually, I try not to look at who's producing the most beer. Um, if I bring beer from uh, like Center Point or, you know, one of these places, they're making a few, a couple thousand barrels a year. Uh, but everybody is a craft brewer. They do this uh, by the book and they're not making so much beer that uh, you would ever consider them to be even, well, I don't think anybody, they don't, there, are few, micro, there right? are a few, yeah, there are uh, three Floyds is really the only brewery in Indiana that you would consider even a regional brewery based on the number of barrels they make. The volume that they put out. Yeah. Um, so all of these are almost completely family businesses mm -hmm. or three guys that went to college together, uh, center point down in Indianapolis. They're all engineers from Rose Holman. So that explains why they have center point thing. Center point with mm -hmm. the, with the, with the fob. Yeah. Um, so, uh, all of these are probably in the low hundreds to maybe a thousand barrels a year. I was gonna say I can't remember what the the metrics are. I know they try to come up with like the nano brewery term, but like yeah, completely. I don't, I don't abstract. I don't, yeah, it's completely abstract. Yeah. yeah, the only one that really fits is uh, you are not craft if you make over six million barrels a year. Yeah. So uh, now there are a lot of breweries that I don't consider craft that make less than six million barrels a year, but uh, it's a. Uh, these that's not something you're going to run into at this kind of event. Yeah. Um, even, even the distilleries, uh, dragon's mouth distillery out of Elkhart is coming to pour at this event. This is their first event ever. <laughs> so, uh, but they have some really interesting product They're out of Elkhart. You said, yeah, Elkhart, that's where what you call it started too, right? New day. Uh, no, they started in Elwood. Elwood, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So this is uh, Elk Madison is, County versus uh, St. Joe. I just remember something. Mishawaka. L. Yeah. yeah. I remember L being a part of it. Yeah. Up, up where the campers are made. Yeah. So they, uh, so Daniel is bringing down, and I'm hoping that he brings his, uh, his Japanese whiskey because that's, uh, not only is it a great product, but it's got a gorgeous label. Now, have you had any Alps Brow? Tom, uh, Brad yeah. Kloppenstein's Alps Brow because he he and Jim Merritt were here. Uh, that's that's made up two Tom two yeah, two Toms up two in Toms. Wayne, right? Yeah, they white label that for him. Um, he he he's owning several of those uh, brands. He just sold one for the Indianapolis Logger, the uh, that he sold to Sun King, and they just brought that out. Uh, so yeah, uh, Kloppenstein. He's um, he's a longtime friend of the show. Yeah, uh, uh, President uh, Indiana Alcohol Commission. Uh, back in the day, up I think yeah. he, had, he did some stuff there. I think he's now at Lawrence Chamber of Commerce. Or yeah, something. yeah, he's, he's very, very Lawrence. buttoned up now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, but no, uh, I talked to I talked to Brad. Nah, I wouldn't call it often, but uh, once once a month, once every other month. So yeah. We're working on maybe doing something in in Fortville. Need um, to have him come to this event next year with some Alpsbrow. Yeah, in twenty uh, in twenty twenty five. Two Toms itself has uh, uh, the word isn't contract is um, they're having just like everybody else they're having staffing issues. 
so the number of events that they're doing is is a little more restrained uh, at this time, but uh, still. Yeah, I drink. I'll drink an Alps bra if I go to Two Toms. No problem. Yeah, yeah. Two Toms is killing it still. I mean, oh. like they have so many good beers. And where is Two Toms? I have no Fort idea. Fort Wayne. Wayne. Okay, they're out of Fort Wayne. I, well, but so they I've have only a, been to Fort Wayne once in my life. Yeah, they have a tap room in Lawrence, uh, Fishers. Fishers. Okay. Well, it's Ninety Sixth Street, so technically, yeah. it's Indianapolis. But on the other side of the street is Fishers. Carmel, yeah, Fishers. Yeah. yeah, they make good. They make good stuff. Yeah, so we're going up there this weekend. Mm-hmm. So the Frozen Furkin Fest is uh, Saturday, uh, day after tomorrow, at, at their Fort Wayne location. And uh, it's all one-off beers. So uh, they bring in 15, 18 breweries that will make a beer that you'll never be able to get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are. I feel like that's probably where like these events eventually need to go. The the they're part. getting more and more niche. Yeah, they need to. I, I, yeah. because I mean, St. Patty's staffing, Day, yeah. that's, that's fairly yeah, that's niche. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was saying, like uh, like you're saying, the staffing issues, um, a lot of breweries are pulling back from them. And I'm like, I don't know, man. I think you should double down because like it's a marketing event. But the, also just the culture of drinking is changing. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are going to spirits or, or the reverse. They're just not drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's a huge, you know, pullback from drinking beer and just not drinking or doing uh, non-alcoholics. Is there going to be any non-alcoholic anything there by chance? Uh, yeah, there, there up. probably should be a couple if, if Coffee. not, if not, yeah. The press. Yeah, well, the press I mean, will be there non-alcoholic with, uh, beers. Yeah. Uh, probably or two or three Mocktail. non-alcoholic beers. Okay. Um, Sometimes they'll be doing the seltzers. Yeah. And then there are several events, not, not this one, not Newcastle, but, uh, that we bring in a, uh, uh, kombucha maker. Okay. So, yeah. uh, I mean, that's not point. circle, right? But like some, no, else. no, I mean, craft. craft. Okay. Yeah. Circles, circles kind of big. Well, I mean, I don't know how you define craft <laughs> kombucha. <laughs> yeah. I think they're probably still craft. Yeah. No, there's, there's <laughs> three. There's three small, four small places in Indiana that do really nice kombucha. Five, um, fresh firm out of Terre Haute. I said it right. Um, so this, sorry, I'm, I'm yeah. going to take you on a wild ride real quick. Um, that's what I signed up for. <laughs> so, well, I'm, so I'm, there's a couple things, right? Indiana tap. What are you so you're trying to help breweries and this so kombucha falls under these too because it's fermented craft beverage, yeah, okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, so that's under your guys' purview, yeah, that's why okay. uh, we we still I've got two team makers that uh, we do work with. Um, anything that is craft beverage, we're we're not we don't have not to sauerkraut have juice, yeah, um, actually, although that, that guy, might become a thing, who knows? Yeah, there's a guy, uh, <laughs> used to be the head brewer at Upland. Who is uh, working on uh, bringing in a, a craft uh, vinegars? Yeah, so, that's not surprising. So yeah. that's, I, I know why that's not surprising. There, I was up in Michigan, and this was in Holland, I believe, and there is an entire store dedicated to the vinegar. Yeah, and I was like, "What in the hell?" Yeah, <laughs> that's about two blocks from New Holland Brewery. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. You yeah. know exactly where yeah. it is. Yeah, it's yeah. exactly where it is down the street. And I was like, "What?" And I was like, "And I like vinegar," so I was like, "I'm kind of interested, especially in the malt kind." Let's go, but I didn't go inside. Yep. But that, that's not surprising, and I that's cool though. Like that's really dope. No, no, anybody, anybody who's going to this is an artisan product. These are artisan products, and um, yeah, it's our job to make sure that 
they succeed. Yeah. So whatever we have to do, whether it's writing their stories on the website, whether it's uh, organizing and bringing them into festivals, uh, we have something called the Tasting Society Marketplace, which is a partner and member uh uh, program. People buy a membership. They get discounts at about 150 breweries, wineries, distilleries across the state. Uh, we have our own ticketing platform. So about 80, 85% of the craft beverage, um, events across the state use our ticketing platform and uh, completely free to use. They get free marketing with it, so that's that's one of the reasons. It goes up on your website, and it creates yeah. a network of. As soon as we put it on our calendar, it uh, it auto populates into thirteen other Central Indiana calendar event calendars, um, and uh, and they get uh, you know for organizers out there, they get uh, free marketing with it, and after the event, they get what we call the marketing intelligence report, which breaks down every metric of their ticket buyers and makes them a much better marketer of their next event. Um, so yeah, we've got several streams by which we help out. We've even got a party bus of our own called ale force one. <laughs> yeah. That, that people awesome. can rent and he he will drive them wherever they want to go. Um, this is available for my birthday. Oh yeah, can I do this? Yeah. Well, when's your birthday, Sean? May third. There's, there's. Do you have any? Right before the mini. There's taps inside if you bring your beer. There's taps outside. Uh, it's fully Bluetooth, so there's a huge karaoke system inside. Seats fourteen. Say less, Sean. I'm Say in. Less. I yeah. don't know if I'm invited to your birthday. You're not invited. I'm, I'm coming to your birthday you party. Be. You might be. Yeah. So if you want to go up and if you want to go up and try out anything in Fort Wayne, you want to go to you want to go to Michigan. You know, you just work it out with the bus driver. With recreationally, bring All your right, cash yeah. to Michigan. No, stop at the no, state I line. Like so, I, I have like a question it. for you, then, Mark. <clears throat> Do you guys have so as a connoisseur of beer? And I don't get to India as often, so like my am I able to keep in tune with what's going on on the uh, streets of the craft brew scene? Do you guys have a newsletter that you also release or is it just a website? Website um, is where we do pretty much everything. You can sign up for um, our email list. Yeah. And then uh, you'll get pretty much, you know, news on all the events that are coming down. Yeah. I just, even if yeah. it's your blog post, if you just email them to me so I could see them. But if you could, if you could please curate your website and send it to me <laughs> on a semi regular basis, just, just I mean, personally. No, I would just say jesse at jessyriddle.com. That would be great. I forget to go there and I'm like, it would be nice yeah. if I could. Uh, you know it's indianaontap.com. Yeah. And the front page is the news. Yeah. And then you can delve into it deeper, the calendar page, the, um, uh, tasting society market page gives you, uh, uh, you know, the logos and clickable logos of all the partners. You can see what their, yeah. uh, what their offers are for people who are members of the tasting society market. Have you, uh, you've been to cosmetic, right? Yeah. I was, I feel like I've met you at cosmetic. Well, you, <laughs> so now, now that we've hung out for a minute, I'm like, man, I, this guy looks super familiar. Yeah. And I think you were, you and I were at cosmetic at the same hey, time. You remember when you were in the Beatles? Yeah. yeah. That was really cool, man. Hey, I feel like cosmetic is still like a, it's, it's very, it's a hidden gem still. Just right well, over his head. They it's don't, good. uh, they don't, they don't move outside very much. No, no, they do not. Yeah. They are in and of themselves. Well, they don't have a lot to, uh, to move, right? It's just, 
uh, Nicole and Ryan. So yeah, Jesse, I am you desperate know, you, to get this you last item in the notes in at some point he's, here. He's trying to get it in. Here well, we go. Ready? What? Oh, you need to close out. Oh, I, I need mm. to say, hey, Mark. Yeah. You guys always do a charitable function in a partnership with the community. All of our and festivals to, have a charitable. Wanted, wanted yeah. to know about Newcastle and who you're working with, what the uh, what the benefit is to this with this one, and what group you're with. We do not we do not make that choice. Yeah. Uh, so we take a percentage of the profits, and uh, Newcastle Main Street will decide where that check goes. Okay, it's not always the same. Uh, so yeah, whatever they decide on this year, that's where the check. So that organization is going Mm -hmm. to be directing it. So a portion of the proceeds are going to go to Newcastle main street. Yeah. And then it will be directed towards a local charity. Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. Happens with every one of our events. Um, actually hops and coaster drops is a little bit bigger. So it's considerably more, uh, that goes to, uh, a charity of Indiana beaches that uh, did I, did I talk about hops and coaster? Not yet. Okay. Uh, sep- early September, September 7th this year. Uh, last year I had 105 alcohol vendors at Indiana Beach Amusement Park with the rides on. Uh, they leave the rides on for five hours after the event, uh, bring in a huge band out of Chicago. Uh, there's camping. Uh, so yeah, six, they've got all the rides on. So there's six, uh, roller coasters. And you do unlimited sampling while you ride the rides. <laughs> what yeah. could possibly go wrong? How many janitors do they have? Yeah, we thought <laughs> the definitely first want to year... get a front row seat in the roller coasters, <laughs> yeah. not the back. Don't want to be in the back. We're we're coming up to we're coming up to year four, and the first year we thought, you know, are we going to hand out logo ponchos with this? <laughs> yeah. Or, yeah, I would have just it's be just it's, Gordon Fisherman yeah, gear for the back row. Yeah, but it's it's been much better than we now. There have been issues. Yeah, uh, Indiana Beach calls them code greens. Yeah, funny. That's uh, you, each year we have about two code greens, and but most most of the time it's three or four hours after the event. Yeah. So, um, yeah that that is. Well, that event is the bane of my existence. Just trying to get 105, you know, that's five alcoholic. to six times the scale of yeah. what you're looking at doing. Yeah. Here. Um, so that one is a lot of fun, but it's hard for me. Um, Loggers and Lawrence Oktoberfest, uh, September 21st this year at the Fort Bend Cultural Campus in Lawrence. Mm-hmm. My favorite event by far. Uh, we'll have 40 to 45 alcohol vendors, uh, German dancing, German music, German food. Last year we had 45 wiener dogs. No German propaganda though. No. Okay. Good. Uh, is is yeah. that where the wiener dog racing was? Wiener dog. We had yeah. 45 wiener dogs in the wiener dog races last <laughs> year. Awesome. Yeah. And people, apparently you can't own one wiener dog. No, I no, feel like yeah. you have to no, buy. You have two or three, like, yeah. the, like the hot dogs. Yeah. Uh, so never have we had blankets, we had know? somebody bring one of their wiener dogs to race, but they brought their other ten wiener dogs to what for companionship? Yeah. So there must have been hundred, hundred and twenty. I said my friend brought theirs. I think she was like her dogs in a uh, like a wheelchair or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So would you I mean, consider a the, that a lot of back problems uh, differently yeah. abled has a great, pro, uh, great prospect. Uh, we have a different division for them. Yeah. I, I will yeah. say, uh, that Zach and myself and Dakota, Dakota will actually be in attendance. 
at at the uh, the big Newcastle on tap. We're going to do the roving podcast. So Mark was nice Excellent. enough to uh, to invite us to uh, to participate. Uh, and he's like, do you want a booth? And we're like, ah, we want to go talk to you people. Be the people. <laughs> we are, we are, you be the man on the street. We, here. we really do enjoy the man on the street side. Uh, so I don't know how That's long, the best place to get I, it. I don't know how long the sloppiness is going to go, but it, I promise that you're going to have some unlistenable audio and it's going to be a great ride for you. I, uh, to, so to, can to check you, it out. Have, do you know the guy that's online? It's always like, who's the vice president right now? I mean, and everyone's like, ah, and they say, and he goes, yes. He just no whatever what they say. He just goes yes. This is, can you do that? And be like, who's the mayor of Newcastle? Like, yeah, I don't know. You're like, yes. Right, we may we may find ourselves walking up to Greg York asking who the mayor of Newcastle yeah. is, and by the end of the night, he may <laughs> not know. Who that would be perfect. Please yeah. get that on tape. Yeah, he loves to <laughs> dance at the event. Yeah, true story. He's a true big stories. Dancer. Yeah, uh, he was modeling today. His eclipse glasses on live on the internet. It was a. It was a good. He's a good. Uh, he was. He was doing his ambassadorship. All right. Well, I hope he wears them to the event. Uh, it's. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, just eclipse, as a fashion. Statement. It's another eclipse practice event. Yeah. Uh, Sean, I think it's time in the show that we start to wrap up. And we get into our final thoughts. Our final thoughts. And you give us the the pitch. For it is we, a it is a travesty with the Supreme Court. I'm just kidding. I'm not deal <laughs> with that. We get, uh, if we get ourselves in whatever trouble, the, who's our first done. phone call? Who are we supposed to call in case we got so, ourselves in a little bit of trouble? So the first thing you do uh, at any Indiana Untapped uh, event is you make sure you have a designated driver and you have a sober ride home. Do not drive home. If you are arrested for operating a vehicle while intoxicated in Henry County, state of Indiana, you call me at Galleon Rattle Office, 765-529-3787, and I will help you. I will. In the, uh, say Boss Hog, you get 5% off. <laughs> if you say Boss Hog, <laughs> say Boss Hog in my voicemail, you get 5% off <laughs> of the retainer fee. <laughs> Gives you a smidge, gives you a smidge <laughs> off. No, but but really though, like I about coupon code fan, this fantastic organization. I've been to your events in Anderson. Mm. I've been to your events in Newcastle, and it is always a great time. It's well organized. It's very orderly. I've never had any. You, you think about a beer festival, people getting out of control or whatever. But like, I've never. I've never dealt with anybody that's unruly or whatever. And it's been such a awesome time to go to those events. So um, I would really encourage everybody to enjoy, engage in those events, get a safe ride home, Um, but have a great time. Like it's, it's an awesome time. Like there is so much to explore and there's going to be so many more things this year compared to last year and so many more things in the future, hopefully. Mm -hmm. So um, I can't say enough about like how much fun this event is. So kudos. I've been, I've, I've been a customer years for, <laughs> for, for many times, <laughs> even before you came here to Newcastle, because we would go to Anderson. It would be in the middle of summer and it would be like, Oh, it's so hot. I yeah. wish they came to Newcastle. It's like, yeah. Oh, it's Newcastle. Unfortunately, it came in a polar vortex. It's so cold. <laughs> we, so so it, you I can't choose the weather in Indiana. Like, yeah. it's just the way it is. Yeah. But you guys put on a fantastic, fantastic event. And I cannot, as, as someone who's a beer connoisseur, as somebody who enjoys the product, like, you cannot beat this. Like, this is this is it. 
It's so, a pretty good value. Yeah. yeah. You cannot beat the value. And it's all. a better value today if you buy it online before you buy it at the yeah. at the gate. Yeah. So if you're if you're interested, put it on your calendar. Be big boy. Yep. Commit to it. Say yes, I'm coming and, and buy your tickets. Uh, but they will take your money at the gate too. And I think yes. $20 for the uh, the DD is a, is a hell of a value as well. Yep. Especially with all the coffee and teas and things like that. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, just don't get in. Don't buy a DD ticket thinking that you're going to scam me out of a cup. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Who, who would dare do such a yeah. thing? Uh, you guys, this listening audience is better than that. Uh, Zach, final thoughts? Not much. The uh, the the Greg Hahn comedy show last weekend was nice. Downtown was jumping. Like, another another Newcastle Main Street event. Yeah, Primo was uh was busy, and then, the program had uh, had it was was all about this event. Yeah, it was uh, it was definitely cross promoted. Yeah, and then uh, that was the first time in the castle since I've heard. I thought that I'd heard. I heard that they had more changes than were actually done, which is actually good. The theater's in a good spot and it's in good shape in there. So that was a cool event. And this sounds like a cool event. And let's, I mean, like the weather at this point is a lottery roll. Let's go with it because we have been all over the place. So chances are, I'm going 68 and sunny. It's going to yeah. be spectacular. For the eclipse? Yeah. Uh, for for Newcastle on tap. Oh, Newcastle on tap. tap. What is the day? March 16th. March 16th. Yeah. So right. two yeah. weeks from Saturday. The the comedy that was here last weekend, that's a ticketed event? Yeah, yes, it was. It was a ticketed event. I... It was a ticketed event. You may need to may yeah. need to do some co- some connections. Yeah, I think maybe. And uh, maybe for their next time. They were, they were already chatter of the uh, of their being in a round two, another comedy event. So I think it's, the, uh, uh, it could H- happen. H.J. Ricks in uh, Greenfield. Greenfield. Yeah, they, they use us that. for all their ticketing now. Nice. So, you know. Tony's a good guy. He probably, you work with Tony? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Haywood Banks was there a couple of weeks yeah. ago, three weeks ago, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They've done a lot of, I, I don't know if the castle's talking to them, but the HJ Rick Center has also done a ton of renovations recently. They just got new seats and they had a seat company come in and like make it so that pretty much there's not a bad seat in the house now. Yeah. We did a, uh, we did a nice seating chart for them. So now you can actually buy individual seats on our website for yeah, that. You know exactly so, where you're going to land. Yeah. Anything else, Zachary? No. How many days running in a row are we? Oh, I have to look. Today hurt. They all hurt though at this point. For, for the listening audience, Zach has run at least a mile a day for how many days in a row? Uh, I'm waiting for my little app to tell me. 788. 788 days in a row. So by the time we get to Newcastle on tap, you will theoretically have crossed over 800 days. Yeah. Your poor knees. And my right knee really hurts. Yeah. I think maybe you earned <laughs> my bet. <laughs> Running's bad for it your joints. It might be 789. I don't think it's actually pretty much every doctor will tell you that. that. You think one beer is going to ruin that? <laughs> he just doesn't yeah. like it. Yeah. I joke. Yeah. I joke for the people that know my brother that I'm saving half my liver for my twin brother. And <laughs> yeah. the people that, and the people, even though we're not identical, so I don't think it really works that way, but the people that know yeah. us are like, dude, that's really nice of you because my brother. He's definitely going to need it by the time my, he's 50. My brother is as much of an aficionado of beer as I am of not drinking anything so my my liver can beat up your liver i don't doubt no my, my liver doesn't know any it's it's lived a very pampered life <laughs> your liver hasn't even started working no it's it's yeah it's probably dormant at this point as sleeping. long as he doesn't take tylenol he's fine yeah if he crushes tylenol every night it's probably just as bad <laughs> mark this has been fantastic we're glad you're here thanks for having it. me yeah. uh we're excited to be uh be a part of the uh be a part of the event in whatever way that is uh, and, uh, hopefully we, uh, we don't bother your, uh, your guests 
or or your uh, your vendors too horribly much with our with you our bother the guests with our Just shenanigans. Don't, yeah. don't bother yeah. the vendors. Yeah, uh, no, people will love talking to you guys. Oh yeah, um, and the vendors as well will love i mean it's just another way of getting their story out and you guys will get to meet the two bearded guys another podcast yeah, that'll yes. be there then um i think maybe you guys could learn a thing or two because they they sell merch oh we <laughs> yeah we do have some merch oh this is good we, we do have some make merch. sure to bring it if uh if folks want to uh want to want to check it out it's uh it's on demand you can hit up uh hit, jump on the website and we, we got uh Old Audrey Davis has got got it on on ready to go. We got merch, we got stickers, we got all the stuff. It's all on demand, though. It's all. It's not. It's, all ready to go. it's not in hand. I ran into the two bearded guys that wouldn't bear. So, yeah, oh, so you were there that night? Yeah. We may have met then too. Yeah, <laughs> may have met then. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse, do you remember when you were in the Beatles? Jesse Riddle, <laughs> well, uh, old enough, so I don't have to worry about trying to remember that one. <laughs> what What are you selling? What are you pitching? Not pitching anything. You've got it. No, 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 no. So, you got to work. For, you got. You I'm have, not pitching anything related to this. All right. I am a self-employed human being, and you if you, eat. your mother, your grandmother, your father, escort. your escort, yeah. anyone needs an escort, IT support, or any sort of business technology needs. I thought he was the escort. Please do what for the right <laughs> price. Uh, <laughs> he's a businessman. <laughs> Call me for a quote. Uh, but anyways, yeah, you can uh, reach out to me. Uh, just go to www.bitm as in Mary, V as in Victor, R as in Roger.com. Again, that's bitmvr.com. One more time. bitmvr.com. Uh, do, do I have to do the HTTP? S or HTTP? No, nope. it will all read colon as it should. Slash slash. It just read it. Just www. I'm a tech guy. It does what it's supposed to. do. Okay. It'll redirect to the secure page. You don't. It's fine. There was yeah. what b i t e m e. Bite more dot net. <laughs> Bitmover. Bitmover. B i t m v r. And if you Mercif- mercifully, Zach Bertram has put it in yeah, the Facebook. And if you're chat. listening to the podcast, if you jump in, find the video on Facebook. I have links to the tickets website for Newcastle Untapped. I have a, I linked Indiana Untapped's overall website, and then I just like managed to decipher through his mentioning it 17 times. <laughs> That's a real Jesse's producer right there. Was. Yeah. That's a real producer. I'm he just knows. trying to be like, we feel like we're on the radio and they repeat stuff a thousand times. Yeah, there's a, God forbid somebody uses the re- rewind button. My laptop has just, just said it's done for the night. It sounds uh, like you need it support. I, I that probably, is B I T M V R.com. Can you log on? No, your laptop's out. It's flashing and it's angry. You can text uh, me. You can just write me a snail mail. I'll accept there's it. There's nothing but trouble ahead. Um, well, that's concerning. The laptop has yeeted itself. I didn't even spill anything on it tonight. Uh, final thoughts for me. Uh, this is the last episode before we get into the uh, the world-renowned Ball Soccer Liberty Candidate Series. Uh, it starts next Thursday. Uh, our plan is going to be to have invited every candidate that's on the uh the local ballot uh to come through here uh that's in henry county and uh we're gonna we're gonna talk to a ton of people uh special sponsorship is in place uh for that uh brand new business ink and ale is going to be a sponsor so each and every one of those episodes is going to be sponsored by ink and ale and uh wyland's flowers here in town so 
if you see them, if you get to support them, if you get to meet up with them, thank them for uh, helping bring that together. And uh, we will be here next week starting the candidate series. With that, we thank Mark, Sean, Devin, Zach, and uh, yes, we'll even thank Jesse. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> next week, uh, mercifully, Dakota Davis will be back. I hope you enjoyed your one leap day Thursday night episode of Boss Hog that's ever going to exist. I was going to say, I'm glad this, you guys, this was it. This was as precious as a, uh, as an eclipse. Yeah. We'll see you next week.